This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Peak inventory optimization is getting the right product at the right price to the right place at the right time. To do this, companies need to crunch the numbers to predict, plan, and pivot when needed. Blue Yonder, a leading digital supply chain and omni-channel commerce technology provider, is unleashing the power of machine learning and artificial intelligence to digest, analyze, and act on massive amounts of data in real time. I'm Kate Nishimura, Features Editor at Sourcing Journal. Joining me to discuss AI's role in inventory execution are Blue Yonder's Vice President of Product Management, Aaron Halka, and Senior Director of Product Marketing, Tammy Kalissa. Tammy, to start off, there's been a lot of buzz around generative AI like ChatGPT, but why should companies be incorporating AI and machine learning into their supply chain processes? Well, first of all, you're right. Uh, generative AI quickly became the hottest topic of 2023, and we know that ChatGPT within the first two months reached 100 million users, and, and that made it one of the fastest growing consumer applications adopted in history. Um, but interestingly, we surveyed, um, we just recently actually surveyed 150 retail executives to determine the current state of AI in the industry and what their future looks like. And most executives, they said they know a lot and that they're already applying the technology. And in fact, Gen AI is one of the ones that is most used and applied across supply chain and order management. But again, what's really interesting was that when we dug into the data and the responses about the different types of AI and how they were using various tools, we saw a lot of missed opportunities and, and holes in the understanding of the different types of AI and where the, the application of those different types was most appropriately used. AI has the ability to take in a, a wide variety of, of variables you know, from labor and productivity to weather patterns or product demand, transit times, and, and even things like warehouse productivity. So what that means is that when you use AI, you can show the impact of disruptions in all of these areas and the ripple effect across the systems and the impact of these things on your end customers. And in our survey, three out of four executives say that they're using AI in the area of supply chain and logistics. But again, when asked about the actual use and application, we found only a minority of them we're using AI for things like anomaly detection or for uh, virtual agents or chatbots. Um, and even only 10% were using AI in digital twins and scenario planning. Yeah, it sounds like there's a ton of untapped opportunity here. Erin, I want to jump in with you. Optimizing inventory starts with planning. How can artificial intelligence help companies analyze historical data, real-time data, and predictive data to best align their buys with uncertain demand? What a planner needed in the past was just purely historical data and a lot of intuition. They were responsible for being able to tag historical events that maybe happened that could have been considered anomalies, try to predict with historical events that could be lifting impacts of 
the outcome, let's say sales, and then starting to perceive their own uh, impact of that, let's say a 5% left. And it was really hard. And a lot of times they couldn't do it on a product by product basis. They were often trying to do this, let's say at a category level, a department level, and it put a lot of pressure on the product hierarchy to kind of make these decisions. And it caused a lot of smoothing because then you missed out on opportunities to get these amazing lifts that you might get in some items from that category versus others. If you fast forward to what AI can do today, what's amazing about it is that it can look at so much granular data beyond what the human mind can comprehend. So it can get down and look at every item, every location combination for those items and start to understand what's happening with the data. It can leverage anomalies to be able to identify when there's a quick shift in more real-time uh, information that it's being provided, but it can also leverage integrated causal factors that can help it explain why there is a shift in it. So that's a big, a big shift going forward, I think, from where we were in the past and what AI can do. It also can start to help you predict things that could happen in the future using predictive data. So if you think about from a planner perspective, you often have strategies of what you're trying to do. What you can now do is let AI help you understand how you can achieve those strategies, looking at things like cost and time to serve. So not just giving you a potential outcome of what that demand plan could be, but if you move forward with this plan, with this inventory by what is this truly going to cost your company? I think we all know that even with the best of plans, sometimes allocation is off. Tammy, what support can AI provide for retailers to determine the best option for inventory sitting in the wrong warehouse or store? We live in this uh, reality of uncertainty and constant change. And even when a retailer does do a phenomenal job of placing their inventory based, probably based on historical demand, and and they understand where they might get the most sales or the, the demand of a certain product within a certain season, there still could be spikes and trends and different disruptions that change that. So without the power of real-time insights of AI, you're basing a lot of those decisions on the historical data alone. And you may end up holding back too much inventory and losing sales or holding back too little inventory and having markdowns. The most powerful thing that a retailer can do is to focus on fulfillment optimization and their use of intelligent sourcing to determine the most optimal way to fulfill the different orders that they have. So in this omni-channel scenario where you're fulfilling from both your stores and your fulfillment centers, you can apply AI to, to help you make more informed decisions of where to source an item for omni-channel fulfillment, um, and specifically aligned to making sure that you're avoiding stockouts and avoiding, avoiding markdowns. You can imagine a world where um, you know where the markdowns will be, and you can accurately predict what stores across the network are most likely to mark down the inventory. Then when an online customer commits to purchasing an item and they're willing to do it at full price, it may be preferred to fulfill that order from the store despite an increase in the fulfillment, the cost to actually fulfill that item. So fulfillment optimization, it's all about the ability to compare the cost of fulfillment based on the location, based on the size of the product, where it is going to. Um, and understanding what is the added margin that you can gain from actually a full price sale versus a markdown sale somewhere else. Back to the survey I was mentioning earlier, less than half of our respondents of retail executives are applying AI to their fulfillment optimization. And only a quarter are using AI for markdown predictions and, and avoidance. 
Yeah, I think, as we've learned in the last few years, situations can change really rapidly. So it's important to have that agility and that adaptability. Erin, how can AI help companies respond to and prepare for all the variables that impact their operations, from labor to inventory availability and transportation? AI can definitely dive into each one of those areas and help them solve that by, let's say, staffing the right people with predictive labor, looking at future carrier lanes and predicting what those costs could be and identifying the right carriers, or even thinking about what your fulfillment costs are going to be by leveraging all of the aspects of getting an order out to the customer. But what we really see AI pivoting to is this real self-healing space where it's not just looking at each individual practice, it's looking and listening, listening is key, to what's happening across all of these business functions, not just in a siloed manner, but in a more integrated manner. And it's allowing these systems to start to look and say, if I have the strategy, let's say I have excess inventory or I need to lift sales, or let's say I even have a new strategy where I wanna offer my customers in my loyalty program, expedited shipping for free. You need an AI engine that can actually look across these business functions and come up with the ideal workflow to be able to solve them and give the, give yourselves the answers um, on how to solve them. Not only by just what's the right outcome, but what's the, the cost to serve and the time to serve if you are going to make this pivot. And to do that, you need to understand what your labor is, what your capacity is in your warehouse, what your logistics costs are, what your carrier capacity is, what goods you have coming in in as well. So you need to factor those in from your planning system to really bring together to get the right answer. And that's where digital twins come in to really help us create our strategies and also think about what I need to do to help achieve those strategies. What they can do is simulate the future and not just use the current parameters that you have today, but looking at all the potential parameters that could be needed to get you to that outcome. And the beauty of what this does is that it tells you what the outcome can be that can be achieved, what's your cost for it, but also exactly what are the dials that we need to turn in the right way to get us to this outcome, and then go back and tell the system how to how to get those in place and when they need to be applied. That's what's amazing around AI is really where that future is going. And I think from a supply chain perspective, we're really on the cusp of what this future looks like, where AI can help provide the right answers for us. So we've talked a lot about the retailer's experience, but I'd like to shift focus to the consumer's experience. Tammy, what should companies do to make cross-channel commerce run smoother? And how does AI fit in? Inaccurate inventory counts is an issue that has led to more poor customer experiences and broken promises within the last year than possibly ever before. And some of the, the outcomes that from that are pick declines, meaning someone ordered something, wanted something, and then find out later that they're not going to get it. It's no longer available or or missed delivery date, right? Like that you, you've ordered something, you expected it at a certain time or date, and it, it didn't happen. You didn't get it. And, and that happens quite a lot. And these are some of the most, you know, difficult and the, the highest places of friction for customers. So from the retailer's point of view, the solution really starts first and foremost with the data. The business has to know what inventory they have across the network, their fulfillment centers, their, their stores, dark stores, all of the nodes across the network. 
they not only need to know what inventory is there, but they need to know what's available to actually promise to the customer. And then they need to know the options and the timing for getting that to the customer in the way that they want to receive or collect that product. So one of the things we do at Blue Yonder is we provide estimated delivery dates. We we focus on the fulfillment optimization and understanding where and when a, a customer can get that product. But with AI, you can enhance this even more and you can provide the ability to predict the processing time using that historical data. You can add the transit time on top of that based on, again, data about the the couriers and the shippers. And as we move into last mile, this becomes even more important. And, And then you can provide an estimate based on the customer's unique delivery area and, and zip code. And, and a lot of times right now, we're, retailers are looking at broader areas um, or destinations when they're trying to figure out that estimated delivery date and, um, and give those promises. The other piece of knowing the data and having this information is that you're able to provide customers insight into the actual duration of the, the processing time or the shipping times. And and they'll have a better understanding of what they're expecting. And, and you know, when, when we know what to expect, it really helps to relieve some anxiety. So Tammy, you'll be attending and sponsoring our fall summit on November 2nd. And we're very excited to see you there. What hot topics are you most looking forward to discussing with fellow attendees? So there's a great lineup on the agenda. Um, so I'm really looking forward to hearing the topics around AI and the supply chain, um, as well as around inventory and the logistics landscape. But most of all, I'm looking forward to understanding more about real-time what customers are needing, how they're viewing the challenges and the disruptions that we're dealing with in the market, and how they're planning on responding to them. Great. Tammy and Aaron, thank you so much for being here today. And Tammy, look forward to seeing you in November. You too. Thank you for having us.